Hello everyone, um, welcome back to Doctor Who and Autism Celebrations. Um, in today's episode, I'm joined with Erin and, and Soups, um, and you you may know them, Erin um, from maybe YouTube and um, Soups from maybe TikTok. Um, but yeah, so it, it, it's going to be cool. They don't know each other, the first time they've met, unless they know so and I don't, um, but I presume they've just met today. Um, and which is a good thing about like doing a podcast, you get to meet new people. Even the guests get to meet new people. Um, so uh, in today's episode, we're going to be speaking about Doctor Who, of course, 60th anniversary, uh, a little uh, catch up as well, neurodiversity. And yeah, j j just having a good time chatting about Doctor Who. Um, so before I ramble on, um, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get them both to introduce themselves. Even though I've probably done them for them, I say that every time. Um, so Erin, Erin, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself. Hello, I'm Erin Berry or Erin, and um, I run a true crime YouTube channel. Um, I am a, a Doctor Who fan, and um, I've done podcasts with you before about this. So it's just nice to revisit. Nice to be back again. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's great to, to to be back again and do it because um I, I, we sometimes forget what we talk about before, so it's always nice, like you say, to talk about it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um soups. Hello, I'm Soup. Uh, you can usually find me on TikTok rambling on about Doctor Who. Um, and there's not a lot else I talk about at the moment, if I'm being honest, leading up to the 60th. Thank you for having me back. Yeah, it's 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 good to have you back. And um, I know you enjoy talking about it, so. Um... Uh, too much, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know last time we spoke about it for a long time, didn't we? <laughs> mm. And even after, we just kept going and going. Yeah. Um, we lost track of the time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess we have no plans afterwards. We don't need to worry about that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's great to have you uh, back, Soups. Um, time Thank flies. You. Time flies. Yeah. Um, it, it, it definitely does. So as we're recording this, it is not November, but we're going to pretend it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and the funny thing is, it is the third. It, it's um Friday the thirteenth. Um, mm. <laughs> Ominous. Yeah, we know what that means. So uh, hopefully we'll, we'll all be alright uh, today. Um, but yeah, um, moving on. Um, so with the, the Doctor and the sixtieth anniversary, guys, um, are we um, are we? It's it's getting closer now. So are, are we really looking forward to it? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um... I think sort of watching all the trailers and I'm glad they've not really ruined, like sort of spoiled too much. I, I'm So I'm hoping for some surprises leading up to it. Um, I kind of, I want to see more, but I'm kind of hoping they start slowing down and showing like little screenshots instead. Cause I don't, I don't think another trailer will do because I just want it to be a surprise. Start to finish. Yeah. Yeah. I think another trailer, if there was another trailer, I reckon it'll be the, the, the release dates. I reckon. Yeah, I think I think that they'll do like sort of like a short indent, I'd imagine, or maybe at the end of um, Strictly Come Dancing or something, they'll pop up at the end saying these are the dates, and that'll be it. I I can't see them doing um, any new footage and trailers. Maybe they'll play the other one again with the yeah. dates at the end. Yeah, we we've seen a lot of the same stuff, so mm. it would be nice. 
of course, yesterday we saw the new theme or heard the new theme, um, which I think is really good. I really like it. Um, and I haven't really seen anybody sort of complaining about it or saying they don't like it. It's sort of like universally loved already. Yeah. The only complaints I've seen is people moaning that, that because, of course, it was arranged for the Sunday and not, not yeah. the Thursday. And you have people moaning, like saying, um, oh, why couldn't they warn us? Um, yeah. And stuff like that. So <laughs> that's quite funny, though. No, I did. I think I did see it. I'm pretty sure I saw a tweet on that. I just kept scrolling. I was like, no, nope, I'm just not, I'm not going to, I'm just going to ignore it. Yeah. I just kept going. Yeah. I, 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 I try and not, and not engage, but it's hard mm. sometimes. Um, yeah. We said this last time. Yeah. Anyway, we said this last time. Yeah. Quite a sort of, it can be a negative area. Yeah. Very, very much so. But, um, but yeah, I think the new theme is very good because it, it links in with all the, 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 the different doctors and like, like the past mm. era. So it's, it's very nice. It sounds like a mix of like all of them. Yeah. Maybe except Capaldi. I'd say it's it's definitely 10 and 11's theme, which I think is sort of nostalgia. It's just bringing it in to the yeah. original um, era, RTD's era. Yeah. And there, there is a little bit from like the TV movie intro as well, slightly, mm. where they did that piano bit. Yeah. Which you, you have to watch it, I guess, to know that kind of stuff. But um but yeah but very nice thing hmm. have you heard the uh 15th doctor's theme it's it's a bit cowboy isn't it it's like a, it's like a western i ha- i have heard a clip i heard like a short, short snippet of it hmm. um from what i heard it's it's like a western rendition of a james bond it sounds like yeah it's it's sort of like um epic is the word i'd use like it's it's on a big scale it seems like it'd be used in sort of pivotal moments, which I'm quite looking forward to. Yeah, it is. Um, I a lot of it is the same for most of the track, but mm. as as you get into it for maybe like a minute or or two into it, it gets much better. Mm. Yeah, um, Ruby seems quite sad though. Um, I've not heard hers yet. Yeah. So it, I'm not sure. Is it quite like roses, where it's like just sort mm-hmm. of slow and dramatic yeah it's very slow um i don't know if you've heard what's staged um Mm. but there's a there's a part with michael sheen and david turner when they're really bored and you have this slow depressing music it's like that it's it's a very sad theme so yeah oh no i have to i'll have to listen to that yeah but i do like them i like that we have the themes back Hmm. Yeah, me too. Actually, I'm, I, I, I didn't. Well, I've watched Jodie Whittaker's era, but I sort of did tune out a little bit, um, just because life happens and you sort of don't have, um, as much time to. Uh, I, I spent more time rewatching David Tennant than I did watching Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> Um, but her, I remember her music being sort of quite ambient instead of it, it's not like actual themes. It was just more as like a background music, if that makes sense. Just accompanying everything else. Couldn't hear it, really. Yeah. <laughs> it was like doors creaking and leaves blowing. And that was the that was the music. Yeah. Uh, I weren't happy about that when there wasn't any. Um, because I think it would have been better. I said this mm. in a past episode, 
the other day when we 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 we, we were talking about like the music in Doctor Who, how it was very impactful um, to his yeah. audience, um, especially maybe um, if you have like maybe autism or or stuff like that, because uh, it 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 makes you engage more and like it's a hyperfixation, I guess, where with music and like knowing that Jodie Whittaker fame's good, mm. but like like I said um the other day, like what about Dan's fame? What about Yaz's fame? What about Ryan's fame? They should be getting their own themes. Do you both have sort of like a favorite theme from the show? I probably would say Roses. I think it's because it was one of the first that I heard mm. and it's kind of there and everything. And I think the beginnings of the series kind of set the tone and set the expectation for what to come and by which it's like the baseline by which to judge the rest of the show as to whether it lives up to the expectation yeah. set by the original. I mean, when I say original, I mean off the reboot mm-hmm. and not, not from back when it was, you know, the sixties. But um, I think that was there. I think what, what we, I actually, and I, I'll say this, I apologize, but I haven't actually been keeping up to date with Doctor Who since Jerry Fortica, because for me, it's to keep, I don't know whether it is an autism thing, but I get they regenerate the Doctor and it's the Doctor's thing. I don't really like it. I would prefer, like Tennant did, where he did three series and then Matt did three series, but Capaldi and Winterfair have both done two. And I'm like, that's not really long enough, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. I think there should be, an actor should commit to a bit more if they're going to be Doctor Who, know that it's not going to be forever, but at the same time, commit a little bit more. Yeah, and, I, I, yeah, I think. Sorry, Joe... and, and, uh, sorry oh, it's a bit, a bit of a delay on the <laughs> thing, but I think that the companions as well. I liked Rose and Martha, and especially Donna. Love Donna, but I think the companions now is, um, I think they need to just have have a bit more of a. I I find that their personalities aren't shining through like mm. they like they did with Rose and. And everything so i think sometimes they're just there for the sake of being there and i think they need a bit more of a purpose a bit Whereas one tone mm, yeah yeah I, I definitely agree with that i think um jody because jody you are right she she only got real if you like look at it she only got like two and a bit seasons and they cut the episodes down so she she didn't really get like a full run Mm. which I think I think maybe one more series or maybe a few more episodes may, maybe would have fleshed her out a bit. Mm. Um, but I feel like her biggest point of her series, she had too many companions. Like there's too much sort of literate, like uh, what would you call, like cluttering up the TARDIS. Mm. Whereas I think um, Bradley Walsh, I think Bradley Walsh should have been like the primary he companion. Was good. A lot of I people think... don't realise how great of an actor he is. Yeah, he, uh, he was really like my best. Him. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe the other two could have been like second, like sort of how Mickey was treated in uh, with yeah. Rose, where it's like every now and again they come by mistake or, yeah. but um, yeah, I think that's sort of where a lot of it was like dropping the ball because um, see a lot of people saying obviously Jodie Whittaker like they they try and label her as a bad doctor, but she's she's not a really she's not a bad doctor. She's brilliant. I think it's just there's too many balls juggling in the air with mm. all of her stories for everyone to sort of appreciate. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. I what think, would you, what would you um, have a, as a favorite theme, Mason? I think my favorite theme 
it's always hard because it always changes. I, I always listen to one and then there's another one. Then there's another one. Mm. Um, but I always have liked the, um, the, the, the theme and the girl in the fireplace, Madame de Pompadour's theme. Oh, I was thinking about that episode the other week, thinking how sad it was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, because that, that's my favourite episode. Um, and I, I love that theme. So I don't know. I just like sad themes. <laughs> I think the sad themes are the best themes. Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. My cat is trying to play fetch with me. I have a cat that plays <laughs> fetch. Yeah, go chase it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I do like I like the slow sort of sad themes, um, but then I, again I like um, I, when I was a kid, um, my f- favorite was Westminster Bridge, which is the the one that opens up Rose. It's a sort of like the upbeat sort of I don't know what you call it, like synthy funky sort of. Oh yeah, tune. I love that one. It, it, yeah, it's, it's the beginning of the Rose episode when she's getting on the bus. Mm. And I think they play it. I think they play it in David's in New Earth, and I think that's the only two times they use it. But it's it is probably my favorite, um, along with obviously the theme song. But my favorite sort of theme changes each time I watch it. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it. I um, Up the Shard is a good one. Mm. Is that from um, Bells of Saint John? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah going I up like the that shard. one. Yeah, I do like that one as well. Um, with 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 the fifteenth Doctor's theme, I got that sort of vibe a little bit into it. Like when, mm. like, I think he's going to be a fun Doctor. More, uh, he's not going to be sort of. Um, I think he's going to have his dramatic and sad moments, but I think overall he's going to be quite an upbeat, sort of adventurous, um, sort of uh, optimistic yeah. take on the character, yeah. whereas. Capaldi is a bit, or maybe Capaldi's whole thing was sarcasm and grumpiness. Uh, but I think he's going to be very much more like Matt Smith's Doctor, where it's very upbeat, sort of like a uh, what do you call it? like he's like a puppy, he's like an excited puppy that mm. just wants to like see everyone do everything. Um, I think he's going to be great. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you've actually got me uh, in the mood to go. Oh, I'll go check it out now. The thing is, I don't. What I yeah, don't want to do that... is go down a rabbit hole because I've got I've got studying to do. I've got my job. I've got YouTube. I've got. I know that if I get into it, I'm going to get into it. Yeah. So I need to exercise some self control. <laughs> Put some time aside or something to sort of limit yourself. Yeah, definitely. But the the wife loves Doctor Who. She was into it way before me. Um, yeah. Her and her dad. We're talking about this character called the face of Bo, and I was thinking, eh. But now, <laughs> but now I'm now I've seen it. I know what it's all about. But um, it's um, they would they would talk about Doctor Who, and I'm like, I haven't got a clue. What <laughs> all about. I, I I knew what a Dalek was, but that was it. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I saw um something came up on my Facebook where you can get a Dalek kettle. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I tagged the wife in it. I was like, "Yeah, we need to get one. I've got one. Uh, it's one of the things that you want to get, but you don't need it." So everything Doctor Who related, I buy is exactly that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't I, need it, but just get anything Doctor Who you see. Yeah, I wanted to get a plush adipose as well. I see if I can get one. I've seen yeah. you can get the stress balls of them. Yes. 
Yes, and I think I'm, I got a, a key ring once, but it's not a squishy one. But yeah, I like a nice squishy one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to get a plush and a stress adipose. I've got <laughs> I've got a plushie of the adipose. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it just sits above my uh above my bed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I used Guarding. to be petrified of them as a kid, though. When mm. when I was watching the adipose, um, I was petrified of them. <laughs> Um, but, um, I always thought they were cute. Yeah. yeah, it's not them that were the problem. It's that awful nanny. Yeah, you know? but, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that that episode, um, I think that just shows how sort of like the whole goofy relationship between Donna and the Doctor was. So each companion had their own thing. Like Rose and the Doctor, it was romantic. With Martha, her intelligence matched his intelligence, and with Donna. She was every bit as Barney as he was, mm. and um, and everything. And I think sometimes we're losing that. We're not getting the right sort of um, match. Yeah, that's just my view. But um, not a lot of people liked what was her name, the one that Jenna Cole played. Oh, Clara. Clara, yeah. Not a lot of people liked her. I liked her. I liked Clara. Yeah. Yeah. She I was. Thought... Um... She was good. Yeah, she was very sort of. I really liked her at first and then she started I dipped a bit when she was sort of they made her whole um her whole story was like she's integral to the doctor's existence like she exists because he does if that makes it like when mm. she gets spread I didn't like it at first and now that I've seen it again I actually quite like the idea of it mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I did like Clara and I I did when I was a kid I I wasn't really fond of Amy but now I've grown up I really like Amy because mm. I just, I always thought she was a bit horrible to Rory when I was a kid. I felt sorry for him. Mm. Um, in like the early stories where she's just ditching him to run off and pop mm. back in five minutes. But yeah, I like I like them all really. Um, Donna's definitely sort of a, f- a favorite and a fan favorite. She should have stayed in it longer. Yeah, it I'm is... glad she's coming back. Yeah, definitely. She 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 really really needs to come back because she's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the comedy that they had. Um, but the thing is, the, the easier thing is that the Doctor could have just wiped Donna's memory from the last how, however long like mm. she was doing those memories for. She didn't have to wipe everything. Uh, he yeah. didn't have to wipe everything. He could have just done that. But I guess that was a way to finish her storyline back then, which wasn't properly finished, but I guess just to move on because they knew the new Doctor was going to come in. Yeah, but wasn't it the case if they um he erased everything because otherwise it would have made her head explode or something? Yeah, or... yeah, I think I think he sort of had to do everything because he thought. I think it's more in the, he probably could have done a little bit of memory. Probably gone. Yeah, let's just do the last hour, but I think he probably over overthought and thought, I really don't want her to die, so I'm just going to wipe everything and that'll save her life. So it's more a sort of like a sacrifice on his part because she's not. She's losing something, but she won't remember she's lost it. Whereas he, yeah. he sort of does lose everything. Yeah, yeah. It's it was sad. It was almost like she was dying when when, mm. when that happened. I think it, that's what sort of moves his doctor into the sort of uh, where in his last few stories where he's throwing tantrums and thinking he's all self righteous. It's because he's sort of snapped at that point because Donna's gone. And he's had enough of just losing companions. He's lost, apart from Martha, who, I mean, he lost her because he didn't want to come with him anymore, but <laughs> she's the only one that he can really go back and see. 
which also makes her good for coming back for spin-offs in the future. I love that she and Mickey got together because I felt sorry for Mickey because mm. he's been sidelined a lot. I think I felt sorry for Mickey more than I did for Rory. And yeah. Martha, you know, she got engaged and were like, who's her fiancé? And then she gets unengaged. And then her and Mickey, you, I think they were a great match because mm. they go off and, you know, defeat baddies together. So that's a good thing, I think. Mm. Would have been nice to have a spin-off with them. Mm, definitely. I think... Um... Martha now will be the type of person who will like be in charge of like the mm. whole, whole like her own unit base maybe. Um, yeah. Because if she isn't within unit, I don't think she would want to be an understudy <laughs> to, no. to to Kate or someone. She 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 would be after all this years. She she would be the one in charge of everyone. She reminds me of Sarah Connor from Terminator. Mm. She seems, she, it's almost like she'll go rogue, but she'll go rogue following her own division, like you said, and mm. nobody will ever tell her what to do. Not only is she an alpha female, but she's got the smarts to do it. So only her and Mickey would be the ones in charge, no exceptions. Yeah, she's uh, really headstrong. Mm, so I reckon that's probably what she's up to. Yeah. I think, yeah, she's, I think she is probably my, I think Martha is my favourite companion, I'd say. Because mm-hmm. she's, I like the idea of a companion being like the audience's way into the show. So Rose is like, she's quite, I, w- I wouldn't say she's not intelligent because she is, but she's like your, your average person. She's but Martha's obviously her intelligence matches, like you said, matches the doctors. So it gives them a bit of not almost friendly rivalry if, if they were to meet again. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I mean, Rose wasn't very smart, really. Um, um, but the, the thing that annoys me in in, in one of um Martha's episodes, um, was when it was a Shakespeare code when they were sitting on the bed, and the doctor's like, um, Rose would know what to do, and then mm. Martha's there, and and then I'm thinking, hang on a minute, Rose won't know what to do, Martha probably will. <laughs> mm. yeah, I think. I Rose... think... Sorry. No, I was just thinking, Rose's way of solving most things was just brute force, wasn't it? Sort of. Mm swinging around on chains in rows or like ripping open the TARDIS and Eccleston's finale. She just, everything was about hitting something until it worked. Mm. That's true. Whereas um, Martha, she sort of, it's almost like she knew her way around all the mechanics of how things mm. work. So she wouldn't have had to have hit it. She would have been able to re-engineer it. Yeah. So, and um, it was really, really tragic because she sort of fell for the doctor. He's like, my heart belonged to someone else. Sorry. Mm. and um, it's quite I mean we've all been in that position I think where we've wanted someone who we can't have and then we have to move on but um, yeah but then um, I really do miss Donna yeah I'm I'm worried about what's going to happen to her again though I really hope she's safe after these specials otherwise I'm not going to be I'm not going to be the only one that's probably going to be writing into the BBC with the Mm. running at them with pitchforks and torches Mm -hmm. Let's just hope she's all right. Doesn't look that way from from saying what um what Russell's saying. Yeah, what he's saying all the time. Like, yeah. like it was only today the BBC Doctor Who put post on, and then and I think they said, yeah, we hope Don is going to be all right. And then 
he puts in the comments, no, she's not. <laughs> Terrible things. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a sort of a red herring. He's going he's gonna to say that to play everyone's expectations. And I'm hoping he gives her a really nice ending and she gets to remember the Doctor in the end. I hope that he finds a way of letting her remember. Or is um, it more literal? She's not going to be all right. She's going to be half left. Yeah. Because you remember in one of her stories, it was, what was it about turning right or turning left? Mm. Turn left. Yes. So I'm wondering if that might be a play on words or maybe I'm taking it a little bit too far. I don't know. You never know. Russell's quite clever with stuff like that. He'd mm. weave in plot holes and stuff from years ago if it meant that he could tell a good story. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens to Donna because mm-hmm. even how she remembers everything in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to how that's going to play out. We've got, what, six, five, six weeks now until we're potentially watching Doctor Who again. So probably less than that. I'm not, I, they still haven't said any times, but I think he, I think Russell um, confirmed that it's not going to be on the Thursday. So yeah. I'm thinking it's, it, it's going to st- maybe start on the Saturday. Because uh, I think if it started on a Saturday, you'd have, what, the 25th, the 2nd of December, and the 9th, maybe? I think I think those are the three Saturdays. And you've only got, like, what, two weeks, and it's Christmas, and you've got a new episode again. So I think that would be the good way of doing it, because then it's fresh in people's minds. And if they really oh. like those three specials, everyone's going to tune in at Christmas and watch the new Doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Here's a, a sign that the good though. Um on the next Doctor Who magazine on the 9th of November, I think. Mm-hmm. Um I saw that it's in a big package. You know, like the one that you got for the power of the doctor that you had yeah. a poster in it. This is what the next one's on. So Eva, which I don't want this to happen, but I, I don't mind. I'd rather Doctor Who be at the end of the November rather than at the beginning. Uh because I I, I think that what will happen is you have one on the 11th and then I don't know why there might just be three Saturdays in a row. They might do it like that, but yeah, they are saying that, but the the, the three important dates, first to 17th and the 21st. So something is going to be happening on the 23rd, just not Dr. Who. Um, mm. So I don't know what they're doing. I, I've got some f- theories. I think they'll either, I think they might reshow Rose or like a, an RTD episode, they might show the original from 63 or, or they're going to do like a documentary style thing. And I, I think the documentary is more likely to happen. They'll just have like interviews and stuff like that about the show's history and get all sorts of people in. I think that's more likely and probably easier to do. Um, but yeah, no, no who on, I mean, it's a Thursday, so it would make sense because it's Thursdays. I don't know what loads of things come out. We've got what, What's everyone watching at the moment? Big Brother, everyone. I think everyone's watching that. I don't, but you've got you've got so many different shows. Um, so I think yeah, the Saturday night slots definitely for Doctor Who. Yeah, they haven't been Saturday for years, have they? Since Jodie, it used to be it's Sunday, and I don't know. Sunday's a bit. I always like Saturday. I like Saturdays anyway. I don't know why. Um, 
and it used to be like a staple. You'd sit down on a Saturday evening with your dinner or something like that, and it'd watch Doctor Who or after your dinner. Um, and that used to be sort of routine for me. And I, I like, and then when they changed it to Sunday, it sort of threw me out. I was, I hate, I didn't like it because I've been used to Saturdays for what, thir- 12, 13 years at that point. <laughs> and then they're like, oh no, it's Sunday now. Change all your plans. Yeah, everything changed. Like even there was no Christmas episodes. There was always New Year's. Yeah, Day, I didn't um... like that either. I don't really watch TV. I don't watch a lot of TV. Like, um, I don't see the TV. I watch Netflix and Disney Plus and stuff like that. But Christmas Day is probably the only day where I sit down in front of the TV with my family um, or with, with yeah. other people. Apart from that, I'm usually just sat in my room or watching it in the middle of the day. Yeah, New Year's Day. Yeah. The only time we'd watch it would be if it was a two-part, perhaps. So you got first part on Christmas Day, and then made, like, like the end of time, mm. Uh, mm. day ten, which made sense. So, yeah, uh, but with it, w- with the air uh, dates, I think I, I I don't mind what it would be on, but mm. I think uh, the seventeenth for children in need. So maybe they've got some sort of mi- mini episode where. Like yeah. um, like a pre pre credits or whatever, like they did with um the Christmas invasion. Yeah, like with um, you know, when they when the day when the night doctor regenerated into the yeah. David Tennant, he had a, like a good five minutes. Mm-hmm. So of him, the aftermath of that. So they might do that with David Tennant. So, and then it would continue on in the Star Beast. Yeah. So, oh, or maybe someone else because the first we already know which unless unless they have something else on the on the first uh because they've announced eight hundred episodes are going to BBC iPlayer yeah. so that's on the first of November that's so. going to take a while to catch up on that's that's something definitely to I'm going to put everything by everything I was planning on doing with my life I'm going to put it on hold and I'm going to sit and watch eight hundred episodes of Doctor Who back to back I think it's it's probably possible to do it in a month, but that's with no sleep, <laughs> no no eating, no drink. I'll just be sort of like a, a shell of a person by the end of it. But I would Your have eyes will be thing. perfectly square by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be in a sort of comatose state where I'm just clicking play. It's asking me, are you still watching? I'm, yeah, keep going, keep going. But yeah, I'll, I'll, give it it a, does that. I'll give it a crack. Yeah, mm. it's annoying. Especially when, if my yeah. controller's like turned off. Yeah, I have to reach over, it's put like, the batteries back in it. On my telly, if I'm on it and I haven't touched it, it will say it. Telly will automatically turn off in one minute if you don't press your button. It's turning off, and I, it's so annoying when that happens because I mean we don't touch our controls when we're watching a film. So, so <laughs> what, it's what always when that message comes up. You panic and you're like, oh, where have I actually put the controller? If you've lost yeah. it, then you're buggered. Underneath, yeah. Yeah. Yes, underneath the whole lot. Um, but my ideal dates originally for the releases of them, what was going to be the Saturday the 18th, Thursday the 23rd, and then you've got, I think, the 25th. Mm. They were my, my ideal dates would have been them all just going into December. Um, yeah, but, I quite like the idea of the December. I'd say, but do a mm. trailer. See, if they did one more trailer, I'd want it on on Doctor Who's anniversary, maybe after the documentary. 
get people to watch it. Twenty fifth, second, and ninth. I think that's the date. So I can't remember if November's got thirty or oh, November's got thirty days, hasn't it? So yeah, it should be that. But if who knows? It, it, if they're doing a mini episode on the seventeenth, then mm. Doctor Who is not going to be before then. So um, it's all dependent because th- they probably will do a mini episode on the seventeenth. Because what else are they going to do? <laughs> mm. uh, maybe a little sketch. Um, of all the, the doctors, so, so maybe if there's no other doctors in the episode other than David Tennant and Shuey, um, they will have all the older doctors back for this little sketch or something, you know, like they, they, they did, um, they've done before. Um, so who knows? Sorry, my cat's just on the desk, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's um. You probably can see her. Yeah, a little yeah. little corner of fluff. Yeah, yeah, she's um she was in the last podcast as well. She was only she was very very young then. She's still very young, but fluffy. Make, making a second but, appearance. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's um I I think um when I was talking to you last, Mason, we were talking about how like we as autistic people identify with certain things in Doctor Who, and I remember I mentioned. Planet of the Ood before, where I said I would like to just spend my eternity there. It seems like it's somewhere I'd fit in. And, um, but then since then, I've kind of like my view on on being autistic has changed a little bit. And as much as I love the Ood, I like to think of, I think, well, do you know what? I, I kind of like the idea of being an alien on planet Earth, because then I can look at the humans is and go, they are strange. Why do they do that? <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of makes me feel a little bit like the doctor who he's like kind of thinking fluff is out there. <laughs> so um uh, the way he's like hmm these these humans these people why do they do what they do so i kind of identify a bit more with the doctor than i did before yeah and uh, yeah the doctor's very different mm. than, than than everyone else mm. it's um it's, it's a thing, I think, um, it, the Night Doctor said, um, it, like, I think to Rose on the first episode, I think he said, I think Rose said, um, are you an alien? And he's like, yeah. And then, and then I think the Doctor replied also, said something back, you're, you're, you're as much an alien to me as I, I am to you or something. Mm. I think he calls us apes as well. He's like, you funny little people. He sort of comments on, on how we are and our lives and says go home and have your beans on toast he find he finds us strange just as much as we'd go who is that weird man that's running around in that leather jacket or that long scarf (laughs) in that in that blue box yeah it's it's like that 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 particular doctor did not don't do dinners Mm. i guess essentially awkward with families and didn't do families um, yeah why would but to be honest in in that moment, why would he go there when the mother has slapped him? <laughs> you, yeah, you, you wouldn't. You no. like it wasn't very welcomed in the first place, and then um, the tenth doctor comes along, and then they have Christmas dinner together. <laughs> the end. He, he is very um. I'd say it, it, certainly the first four. I can't speak as much for Jodie because I haven't seen. Well, I can't. It's not I haven't seen them. I can't remember her episodes as much, but. All four of the first uh, revival doctors, e- Eccleston's quite sort of standoffish, 
and very set in this is what I'm doing. I'm not doing this, not doing that. Whereas Tennant's very uh, outgoing. He's shaking everyone's hands. He's hugging everyone. And then you go to Matt Smith, who's uh, he like he's um, he's sort of just scatterbrained all over the place, um, like an old man trapped in a young man's body. And then Capaldi's like, I don't like hugging. Don't touch me. And he 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 struggles with sort of social cues. So Clara gives him those cards that he can read when he doesn't know what to say to people. It's very like you look at these four different people, and even though they're the same man, it's yes, yeah, it's, it's. I think that's what sort of fascinates me about the show is they can be anyone with any problem or any accomplishment. They can have everything. Um, what what sort of like gets me a little bit though is that the like like Clara giving them the, the cards and stuff. That's a lot more than what your average person will do for someone who has problems. Mm. They normally would just go, I ain't bothering with you. You yeah, know, I think people in this this show and a lot of other shows are much nicer than people are in real life. Yeah, but I think that's in some ways that's a good thing because it's showing people be nice to people who are a bit different. Mm. Don't dismiss them, but then sometimes it kind of gives those that are on the outside hope that other people are going to be like that and disappointed when they're not like that. Uh, so. Yeah, I think I think it also shows that certainly with Clara and helping him he, the, the doctor chooses his friends wisely he chooses nice people mm-hmm. whereas I, th- I think I quite like I would quite like the idea of one day them having a companion where they are like not really a nice person and he sort of changes them sort of like how he changed Missy but ha- have them sort of be a bit standoffish and not that nice to people and he invites them with him to sort of give them a different outlook and sort of perspective of life. And then after they travel or whatever, they go back and they're like, you know what? Yeah, maybe I will be a nice person now. Um, a little bit like Scrooge from uh, Yeah, Christmas yeah, Carol. exactly. Yeah, yeah, sort of like that. Mm. Exactly. No, exactly like that. Or, or, or like Cusco from Emperor's New Crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, take a leaflet out of theirs and sort of just go on an adventure and then mm. like a changed person. Yeah. Like, it's not like with the hugging thing. They expect like like in general, people expect people to like hugs and and like stuff like that. Mm. Um, but like the doctor at the time doesn't like the doctor has changed, uh, mm. changed personality, changed face. Mm. Um, unlike maybe the eleventh doctor, loved it. Um, loved the hugging that. Um, but. The twelfth doctor didn't, and I guess maybe on his part he maybe felt pressured by Clara at that time because Clara said you don't get a vote. So maybe he thought, maybe hang on a minute, if I don't hug Clara, she might not travel with me anymore, or if if I don't li- listen to her, she'll she'll just go because she nearly did. So yeah, maybe that's what he was thinking of at that time. Hmm. Or like the eleventh Doctor, where um, when Amy tries like kissing him, and he's all sort of no, don't like this, and he's sort of trying to back away from her. But if that was his previous body, if that was David Tennant, David Tennant snogs everyone. He, I think mm. he, I think he kissed sort of every, he kissed every companion. He don't do anything, um, does he? Don't Madame de Pompadour, and but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice seeing a, a difference in character, but the same person. Yeah, but. The funny thing was when the 11th Doctor transferred into the 12th and (laughs) 
first episode, the doctor's like, I'm not your boyfriend. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not your boyfriend. And I found that funny because she doesn't know what to say because she knew she liked the doctor before. Yeah. But, mm. but now the doctor now is old enough to be her dad. So um, <laughs> she can't. And then she's like really took, took back. So I'm thinking, I do fancy you, but I don't now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was funny. It's it's funny we have those moments. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it just shows how different they are and what things they're more comfortable with and how they're scared they are because they're always scared that someone's they're going to be on their own. Um, yeah, I I think something about Doctor Who that really works as well is it's it's very sort of where where the character is a complete alien. Um, some people may not see it like this but I, I think it's very inclusive because he's so different and he's alien a lot it brings more people together because then they can see parts of maybe themselves and him or his companions um whereas if it's like i don't know sherlock for example he's he's very set in his ways he's a he's the character's already established so either you like him or you don't whereas you might not like david tennant's doctor but you might like matt Smith for different reasons. I think that's sort of what is very clever and very good about the show is it it fans could come and go and it brings everyone yeah. in. Changing the the not just the appearance but the the personality of the doctor each time, and then changing the companions. I mean, it, it in some ways it doesn't sit right with certain people. Like I don't like change, but at the same time, the change is good. Otherwise, it will get boring. Mm. It's just the same old, same old. Otherwise, or always having the doctor as one set character. And having all the companions having to somehow get some sort of chemistry, some sort of way with that one person, mm. rather than both changing. Um, but it would be difficult, I think, for an actor as well to try and emulate a personality of the last few, however, if they're yeah. the same character. So it's a good thing to how to let an actor do what the actor does too, you know, their own mannerisms and stuff. Yeah, I think I think a lot of the doctors they they don't actually play a character of the doctor you'll probably find a lot of them just play themselves <laughs> like yeah. it's just their personality um like uh maybe not the 10th doctor but the, the 12th doctor certainly like himself or the fourth doctors um i remember seeing like an interview where they said to tom baker they said how are you going to do it and he went that's be me and, and now he's probably mm. one of the most iconic out of them all yeah. Um, but I think that's why the show sort of survived 60 or well, 60 years now is because every few years it, it, it might seem a bit stale to certain people. So they change it. They change not only the doctor, but the TARDIS or the, the theme song. They, they have to make changes for it to survive. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I think so. Um, I think like, like with David Tennant, his doctor is very different to to him meeting him in person, yeah. um, because he's Scottish, and yeah. of course in the show he's not Scottish. So, um, yeah, and it's very interesting. Why? Why was that? Why could he not use this Scottish accent? Why? Why could? Why is Peter Capaldi using this Scottish accent? And so it's it, it's really interesting how why 
he sounds good. We've not a Scottish accent in Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. But I, I I have a theory about that, and I don't know how PC it will be, or whether it's true. But I think David Tennant, he's got a, a sort of a Glaswegian accent. It's very strong. And because Doctor Who is known all the way around the world, is they may have been a bit concerned if people couldn't understand him. Whereas yeah. Capaldi has a more Edinburgh-type accent. It's softer. And I think that's why sometimes I like people to be more RP or RP-ish because mm. then it's easier, easy understood. That's just my theory. But um, but I've heard David, David Tennant speak and he's wore a very, very thick accent. I mean, I can understand him, but whether or not um, people are used to a strong Scottish accent and will be able to understand the same, you have to understand what the doctor is saying. But that's just my mm. theory. I don't know whether that's true or not. But I agree, Mason. I think it would be good if he had been able to keep his Scottish accent, but just, I don't know, spoke slower or something. <laughs> I think what would have made the 14th Doctor different to a 10th is maybe if the 14th Doctor did have that accent. So it was still David Tennant, mm. but he, he says a thing about his voice. He's like, well, I know the teeth, but this voice is different. I think that would have been quite good. Mm. Um, mm. I think another thing, there was, a, I believe that it was cut from... The Christmas Invasion, where uh, David Tennant's accent uh, came from Rose as well, Ro- when he changed his body, sort of where he kissed her and had like basically her DNA on him. Mm. When he changed bodies, there was apparently a cut line where he got his new voice from her, which is more sort of a, a, an Englisher, Englisher is that a word? More more RP and yeah, I, I definitely agree that um, the Americans might. Well, I don't want to sort of put them all in one basket or boat, yeah. but they, I think they would have had a harder time understanding mm. his thicker accent than Capaldi's, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you, you've got to be careful with accents. I mean, I love accents. I think some accents are great, and I particularly love the Glaswegian accent. But when I think they're probably so like, we need, we need people to be able to understand this perfectly and everything that they're saying. Mm. And when you're speaking... Uh, and you're trying to tell the audience something important like the doctor would, you want to be able to hear everything they're saying. And people are more, because it's RP, it's RP for a reason, receive pronunciation, because it's so easy to understand. But at the same time, I don't like the idea of everybody thinking that everyone in England or, or even anywhere in the UK has an RP accent because we don't. Mm. There's so many different accents. And I think it's a good thing to let things flourish. So I'm glad they did that for Capaldi. So maybe... Like even for Whitaker, she had a northern. She's got a northern accent, and they had it for Eccleston. He had a northern accent, but it's not as strong as Scottish. But I mm. like the idea of stronger accents because they're trying to diversify, aren't they, with the people? But it'd be nice to diversify with accents and vernacular and slang, that kind of mm. thing, and be a bit more diverse. And that that's that's where I'd like to see it go. Don't hold back. I think the new. I think Shooty Gatwa's fifteenth Doctor has a Scottish accent. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, but I think it is like Capaldi's where it's a bit softer mm. and the the accent's there, but it, you can hear sort of twangs of English mm-hmm. um, in it as well. But uh, I definitely think, because obviously Tom Baker's from Liverpool mm-hmm. and you expect mm-hmm. him to have sort of a Scouse accent, but he's, I think he went he went to a speech school, went to a speech um, therapist or something like that. He, he learned how to speak in um sort of an RP tone, like a Southerner tone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think I think one day yeah. if we get a if we get a proper Scouse doctor, I think it'll be funny. Oh, uh, um, that will be that will be funny, especially with 
in uh people outside this country just trying to understand like uh if it's a really really thick scouse accent i, th- mm. I think it would be awful for the show but i think it'd be funny for those of us in this country who could understand it still because the scouse accent is so regional and so distinctive like the Mer- mm. mersey side a bit like paul mcgrady and that but then what i'd love to also see is maybe a west country accent. yeah because um you've got the welsh haven't you because you've already had people in torchwood but a lot the welsh country the the west country accent is also very regional very specific and it's got the rhotic r which the rest of britain doesn't have and it's because mm. that's where the american accent came from so it'd be quite funny to see that but i, I think the west country accent is is one of the most charming accents ever. Mm. um but it'd be nice if they could explore it all but yeah we've had um but yeah it's but, but why does the Doctor have to have an accent from the British Isles? Can't we have an American accent, Doctor? Or... I would... I wouldn't say no Italian to an American. Or... <laughs> Italian or... accent would be brilliant. Yeah. I think an American accent would just... I don't, I don't know. There's something about the English accent that when you're hearing it, like riff-off stuff about science, sci-fi and it, it sounds more charming, I'd say. Um, yeah. But maybe yeah, we've, we've yeah. had an American master. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. Sort of. I, I always think that it's a good idea. They stuff they experiment on for to go in the show, like making the doctor the first uh, female doctor. They always. I. They always seem to test it on the master first, obviously with Missy, and just seeing how people react to it. They're like, oh yeah, let's make a. Uh, let's make the master a female now, or like let's make them American, like in the movie. And people didn't take to the American one. So when they brought it back again, they're like, yeah, maybe the American didn't work. Um, yeah, let's just go back. Yeah. the it, I mean, I would like to see a, a posh doctor, like, you know, like mm. really royal and like... like, like, ah. like, like, like oh, who says off instead of off. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like an Irish doctor. Oh yeah, I'd love an Irish doctor. A bit like Jack Septicide, my fact. Yeah, I love that accent. I love it. I just think uh... that'd be something sort of whimsical about that accent. I just, yeah, I think it would be it would fit the show definitely. But it'd be quite sinister, a little bit like Moriarty. Yeah, <laughs> maybe the master then have an Irish master. Hmm. Yeah, sounds good. I, I hope the people at Doctor Who are watching this and getting some <laughs> ideas. Can you get us all on the casting just so we can sort of give you some pointers on where to go next time? Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, it is good that uh, hopefully one day we can get a uh, a, 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 do- a doctor, maybe not a, from what we used to. Um mm-hmm. But I think the fear is if we like with Americans and and stuff like that, um, it's just because we we we, we like we 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 don't know what it's gonna be like. I guess they test it first and maybe see what it's like. Um, but it it makes it a bit more diverse and for everyone. So yeah. Because it can be a bit boring, maybe just seeing the same old um, accents all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's just not, it, it, it works because it's been going for so long. I think the last doctor that had a sort of posher accent would have been the eighth, really. 
I think the eighth, if not, I think certainly the sixth doctor's got quite a well-spoken accent and he sounds very authoritative, which I think fits his character. Um, and I've listened to him in the sort of big finish audios and his voice definitely stands out. Um, even amongst like sort of tenants and stuff like that as, as a, a character of authority. I, but with, but with all, let's say all the new who doctors, every one of them has accepted their, their death and that they've moved on. And the only one who hasn't is David Ten. So um, I guess the difference between the 14th doctor and the 10th will be is that the 14th is a bit more serious because the 10th doctor wasn't, it was serious, but not maybe enough. So the fourteenth Doctor will probably be more serious, more um, cautious now. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think it's going to be. It's going to be. I think he's going to be even angrier in some ways. Not, not in his entire personality, but if you think since since his tenth Doctor and he lost Donna, he's lost Amy, Rory, Bill. He's lost. He's lost a lot of people. Um, and I think it, with the threat of losing Donna a second time, I think that's going to snap his character completely. I think he's he's going to be the Doctor, but he's going to be quite dark. Um, <laughs> but I, I kind of hope he is um, in some aspects. I, I, I do want the sort of playful um, sort of banter back and forth between the Doctor and Donna, and we've seen it in the trailers, but... I do hope there's a, a, a much darker side. And I, I did see people sort of saying from the trailers alone that this looks like it's probably going to be David Tennant's best performance as the Doctor. Mm. Um, so, I'm re- yeah, I'm really hoping that it is. Um, yeah, because I think it'll be the last time we see him as the, the Doctor, as in mm. the current role. So uh, in the future, he'll probably come back as... Uh, a doctor, and maybe like an older doctor, like the curator, yeah, something like that. Because I, I don't know what's going to happen now. Because if he did come back as a doctor, which one is he going to come back as? Probably the fourteenth because he's older. But who knows? <laughs> I, I'm not sure because I've I saw one leaked script from the episode, and I I read it, and I just thought, no, that's fake. So I've ignored it. But um, I think if he were to come back again, it depends how good. Because if if you think about it, Disney have now got their 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 not claws. Disney have got their Mickey Mouse hands on Doctor Who now with that money, so they could easily put a budget in that could de-age David Tennant in another ten years. They could make him sort of look like he did now, but in because in ten years, David Tennant's most likely going to show a grey hair here or there and um, look a bit older. And I think de-aging in ten years' time is going to look fantastic almost sort of creepy of how good it is so they could make they could even make the classic doctors look young again yeah look look, um, look what they've done with anakin in i think ahsoka i didn't watch it mm. but, but i saw like what they done and they made him look exactly like he did in um yeah when he was actually in star wars like all those years ago so they can do it yeah and that's that's sort of that's um sort of disney's budget isn't it and yeah. I think the big budget, because w- when I first saw that uh, Disney had a hand in Doctor Who, I thought, oh no, it's, it's I, I didn't know if it's going to be Americanized or if they were taking over completely. And then when it was just, oh, we're showing it on Disney Plus and we're giving them, we're just going to give you a little bit of money just to just to ease, like sweeten the deal. Um, and that's gone into production. And um, what I've seen of behind the scenes and the, from what 
is to come. The production's gone sort of through the roof. Um, and it's it, yeah. it's looking like big budget films now. It, it's, it is really impressive. Oh. I think with Disney, have been sharing, I haven't shared anything for ages about October, but they have been more into the new season, like for, for Shooty rather than the 60th, which makes sense because, like, the 60th is um, probably all done with. And I, I, I presume with Disney Plus, it will just all go on there. I, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think they're just gonna put all the new episodes on there. And that's it. I, I would think they would put the whole lot. It may on there. I think that because obviously I think we've got the we've got everything on BBC iPlayer, and they did make it clear that the I don't know if we're still gonna on Disney Plus, but I know the, the everywhere outside the UK gets Doctor Who there now. But I think also uh, the 60th celebration isn't just about Doctor Who. It's sort of like a mini celebration or accomplishment of the BBC for keeping it going this long. Obviously they had the little wilderness years where it was canceled in the eighties, but I think it is, it is a a credit to the BBC for bringing it back and making it household, like a household show again and bringing yeah, people together. It didn't fall flat on its face. It, it, it mm. was huge and people love it. And uh, it fuels the old imagination because it's like a, I always thought before I even got what Doctor Who was about, I thought it was over decades, one whole long story, but it's mm. not. It could be, yes, they're interlaced in some ways, but you could have, like, they did one which was the haunted house and um, then Silence of the Library. You could just think of a, a random planet, a random place, and then something's happening and it's about this species and that species and overcoming the odds. And there you go, free reign. You, you can much. you can pick out anything sort of most episodes you can pick out um and go yeah i'll watch that one and you don't have to yeah like you said you don't have to watch the rest to get it you can just enjoy that like 45 minutes 50 minutes mm-hmm. and then go you know what let's watch another one um but yeah yeah i definitely under, I get what you're uh meaning there it, it's it is good in that aspect it's brilliant in fact yeah it does look um uh, well, the whole sixty looks like a blockbuster movie, like mm. like, like so. It's gonna be cool. It, like I think for the first time in ages, we all haven't been as probably as excited as we are now. So, um, mm. a good, however long since well for me, however long since Matt Smith was a doctor, but um, I did like parts of Peter Capaldi's run, but um, mm. I think Doctor Who one as good. Peter Capaldi's first season wasn't good, but in my opinion, but it got better as it went on. Um, so mm-hmm. I think now in a long time, it, it, Doctor Who's looking good and mm-hmm. even better than before. I think. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 important to make sure that you know the writing stays good, but that um, not naming names, but some writers have. Um, thought that complex stories and really out there plots equals great writing. It doesn't. Sometimes mm. the simplest ones are the best ones. And um, you, you need to be a little bit more sort of, like, I wouldn't say clever, but think more about uh, keeping it interesting as opposed to outrageous. Makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think I know who, who roughly the, the writer you could be, uh, mentioning yeah. but 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are a brilliant writer, but they they, they need to hold you know rein the horse or something. Mm. I think yeah. I think with any writer in any project, I think the aim should be to say we've got eight episodes, which is the norm now in a series. So even if you might have six episodes, there still uh, there still can be enough to finish a storyline. Um, mm-hmm. So you have this storyline, you plan it before you've read it, and you plan it to finish it before the season ends. So you yeah. don't progress. Unless there may be years ago when we had Russell T. Davis with Bad Wolf, that was a progressing thing. That's always been there. But mm-hmm. if you have something else, like you want to finish it before the season's finished, not like in maybe recent years, there's been numerous of storylines where there hasn't been a finish. Like it's just almost like it can happen anytime now. So I'm always a believer that a storyline should be finished within the season or two at max, but not, mm. not, not in Doctor Who. If you leave it to the next Doctor, which they probably won't, do unless it maybe is the same showrunner, but most of the time it's not. M- most of the time you have a doctor, a, a, a different showrunner, and and so on. So, but that's what I believe. Mm. But um, with Russell T Davis, I think he said he's going to be there for about four four four, four seasons. So, um, at least, yeah, at least, yeah. So uh, I did read a thing. He's obviously they've done the first one. I think they're filming or they're gonna yeah. start filming the second, which is quite scary. How quickly they are moving already. We've not even got a trailer or a hint of anything to do with season four or series fourteen, and they're already making fifteen. Um, unless obviously there's a, a lot of people with a sort of fingers in the pie, so to speak, and they're, they're all helping and writing scripts. Um, but he did say, I did see a thing where he was saying for series four, he was planning to do an episode which had no dialogue whatsoever. Everything was just done on music, which is going to be really interesting how, how if that was a thing, how that would play out. Yeah, um, he said that. Yeah, he, he said he couldn't. There's no room to do that in series three. So I'm sorry, yeah. series four. So what I'm curious about is because for the last since 2005 no doctor in history except from tom baker i think has not done hasn't done more than three seasons um so what i think is shooty just gonna do the two because um or is he gonna do the whole four or they're gonna change doctor after he's done two so or or three maybe they swap over i'm not sure because i'm not sure who We've not even had him yet, and I'm already thinking about who the who the doctor after him could be. So I think yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll wait because, until I've seen him. Yeah. Because now he's he's so busy. If, if you think about Shu Gatwa, Sex Education, Barbie, um, he's he's a Hollywood star already before he's even started. So mm. um, a little bit different to maybe past doctors where um they weren't maybe as high profile as Shu Gatwa. Because yes. Gatwa, we all knew well most of us would have know him from sex education um before him as the doctor. So with maybe people like David Tennant, at the time he wasn't as known, let's say. No, he was um, sort of up and coming and Matt yeah. Smith was sort of unknown. Yeah, he was unknown. Peter Capaldi was quite known, but not so Shoot Gatwa's in a it's different element here, so he might not do as many seasons but i would love him to do the whole four because i want someone to break that cycle where 
mm. to, to stay for a long period of time and does more than three seasons. I um, I definitely think that it's obviously. I know Russell has cast duty on his acting talent, and uh, he's obviously smashed this audition to get the get the role. I think it's very clever as well that Russell has sort of found this upcoming star who's just starred in probably one of the biggest Netflix shows and has now been in the highest grossing film of the year. And everyone will now go, oh, that, 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 before they see him as a doctor, they'll go, oh, that's, um, that, that's what's his face from Sex Education or, or he's, he's Barbie. So now they'll, they'll go, oh, we'll watch Doctor Who and it's going to bring in so many new fans that yeah. want to see it for him. Um, which I think is just fa- it is fantastic. It's very clever and fantastic that it's it's opening the door, and I think the show is going to reach a new popularity it's not seen in years. Mm. Yeah, so you've got high expectations, basically. Mm. Yeah. I, well, yes. Better not disappoint. Yes. Yeah, like what they think. I think what all of us want, and I think what Russell has said as well. Like especially when he announced the the all the eight hundred episodes coming back. He he said he wants there to be a Doctor Who's own channel, like Hooniverse or like Marvel have. They have all these spin-off shows. That, that mm. that's what they want Doctor Who to be. And I think it looks it looks very bright. But one thing about Barbie with Shooty Girl in it, the one thing I didn't like. But I know it's like an American show and everything. But he was every time he spoke, he had an American accent. Yeah, and it was different, and um, and like if I pictured it as a doctor, I I, I wouldn't want that. You know, uh, no. a doctor to be an American, and there's nothing against American people. I love the Americans, but um, I just don't think it would suit a doctor, um, unless it was, unless it, unless there was an episode in it set in America. Um, mm. Yeah, he changes his accent to sort of yeah. blend in a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there is, I think Russell said there is. One of the episodes, I believe it's episode four of the new series, does open in an American diner in the 50s. So we might actually see some of Shooty's American accent come through. Or maybe he's mocking Americans, because you never know. I know um, I know. David Tennant was allowed to use his Scottish accent once, I think, in one like America, uh, Scottish-based episode. So. Oh, it was I, in uh, um, the, the werewolf Victoria. one. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, that one. Yeah, so at least he could use his own accent for once. Um, but um, so I, I started watching it at the time, may not even notice he was Scottish, so it was obvious. Yeah. Um, but I think one episode that Shooty is wearing a kilt. Um, I saw so. Mm. Um, th- there are some Scottish elements in there for him. I believe that's. I think that's this year's Christmas special. Yeah. But they've shown so many, like what, what five, six solid outfits for him so far i think he's definitely going to be the most fashionable doctor because he's going to have so many outfits to wear um and it's not just like capaldi where he changed his hoodie or changed his shirt these are like definitive outfits if if that is for the christmas special then he will be wearing them out three three different costumes already because like he's got Mm. the original one which i presume he's gonna be in and then he's got the other one and then he's got another one so it's crazy. I, I I didn't think it's because of the budget, isn't it? Because you got so much more budget for all these costumes, mm. and it probably won't just be shooty; it'd be everyone. So like Ruby yeah. will have will have different costume every time. So it's it's annoying for those people who like to cosplay, um, <laughs> including myself. So um, 
you get the pick. You have a spot for choice, <laughs> which one you yeah. want. <laughs> I, I, and also, it must cost them because it's not when they're producing shows like this. It's not just oh they've got one costume that's what they wear to set. They've got like like ten, fifteen of exactly the same costume in case maybe Shooty spilt something on one or they need to rough mm-hmm. one of them up. Like they they have so the budget must be say the leather jacket costs I don't know six hundred pounds and they've got ten of them. That's six grand on on one jacket for maybe one scene. It's ridiculous, but it is mm-hmm. it just goes to show how much they've got. It's crazy because when they film they'll do that one thing a day. Or maybe mm. two at the most. So it, the, this is why it takes so long. So when we watch it, it's like they've done it all in one day, but 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 they haven't. They've done it in the space of a year. And it's um, all out of sequence. Like when I was a kid, you used to think when you're filming a TV show, they film episode one, two, three, but it, it's much more. They do maybe episodes one and four on one block, and then the next block they'll do the finale and episode mm. three. It's it's all over the place. And I think I would. I would struggle to work in that environment because it'd just be too the I don't know what the word is. There's no yeah. there is routine in it, but it's like it's everywhere. It's... Yeah, it's inconsistent. I know like... I know for David Tennant's like of series four, it um or it might have been series two. Um one of the two, it was the scene with Rose on the Beach, which was his last filming. And mm. like you say, it's all out of sequence. So it's crazy. Like from an autistic point of view, I'd rather do it all in order. <laughs> so I know that that's one, two, three. I don't want to start at eight before I finish mm. before I started. So, um, but yeah, it's it's crazy how they do things. It, mm. must, it must be very hard if you have a character that, I don't know, maybe the Doctor mellows out over the season like Capaldi. If, if, if he was doing episodes one where he's a spiky grumpy old man and episode eight nine where he's starting to mellow out a bit it must be difficult to try and get in that, that mindset of i'm not this version i'm i'm the later one um which if it was in order you'd go okay i've done episode one let's let's do episode two a little nicer and then move on you know he's got to keep jumping around which is more, more of a credit to his acting or, or any of their acting yes it's great it's it is it's great how how they do, but I'm looking very. Doctor looks really good, like mm-hmm. the new season and sixtieth, which I presume they're all just going to be one series, all going to be series fourteen, I guess. Yeah, um, just put in like um, or I don't know if they have a section for sixtieth specials. I doubt it. So it'd just be all in one. Well, um, it might be th- might be thirteen. What point oh or something? I don't know. Yeah, thirteen point two. Or like, or, or they could have like series fourteen A, you know, like they done uh, with mm. Matt Smith series fourteen A. Then you got series fourteen B next year. Or they might just change it so it, it, the way they categorize it on Disney Plus or BBC would be you do it by Doctor, so that would be under the fourteenth Doctor stories, and then Shooty would be a new it'd be series fourteen, but it'd be on the website. It'd be like fifteenth. 15th doctor yeah. stories and it'll be all i think that'd be a better way of doing it because then you can I, I know some people get a bit they can get muddled up with like when david between series five and nine you don't know where matt smith ends sometimes and where peter capaldi begins yeah yeah and people have a favorite don't they so they can just go to their favorite ones yeah. so i'll watch all of matt smith or i'll watch all of jody or whatever mm. yeah yeah that's right that's right um 
But guys, last thing before we go, because like we could speak about this all night. <laughs> um, <I> mean, <laughs> um, so I'll start with soups and then go to Aaron, kind of opposites. Um, so soups, what is one thing or that well, one thing that you would like to see happen in the six year four? Is there a returning character that hasn't been announced you'd like to see? What do you want? Um, I would like a doc another doctor to return, or, or at least. I think if I had to pick a companion, I would have liked I'd like to see Martha to some capacity, maybe a unit or 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 even a mention or a hint that there's something coming with Martha, maybe a series or that'd be good. Or or definitely Matt Smith or Peter Capaldi or a, a returning doctor in some capacity, whether that's like a flashback. Um I think a flashback would probably be the best way of doing it because then it doesn't ruin the pacing of the story having another doctor to characterize and bounce off of if that makes sense you could do a flashback and it'd be one scene that'd be perfect for me so yeah a, a returning doctor or companion would it would top it off for me yeah i agree and i'll tell you something about something that might happen um which i think might happen with, with a flashback but yeah i'd love to see martha back it would be great mm. um it, it probably the most it will probably will happen but we don't want it's to get most logical yeah, I reckon she will. Um, what about you, Aaron? Anything else? Anything you'd like to see? Well, they they've already brought Donna back, and that's yeah. uh, that's my uh, that's one thing I always wanted. But I'd I'd love them to bring back the Weeping Angels if they make an appearance somehow. Yeah, it... I'd like I'd like to have my own statues of the Weeping Angels or, or mechanical Weeping Angels so I can freak people out. I think yeah. that's pretty good. I love the Weeping Angels. There, they're, they're very scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. But rip, really good. Um, so one thing that I think might happen at the start of the 60th anniversary, the first episode, is that we'll get because you know in the trailer that we got like flashbacks of Donna and the Doctor 15 years ago. Um, mm. which I don't know if you saw. There was a shot of David Tennant from the Waters of Mars, which was no thing whatsoever of that um that scene but what i'm saying is like what they have previously on doctor who and then they go all the way back to that mm. to the wiping mind bit and i think that's where we might see rose on the beach and they might have those scenes so see that again um mm. so that that would make sense to start off the 60th i think um but who knows who knows is gonna what's gonna happen okay yeah yeah um, thank you very much for this Thank you for it's been good. coming Thank on you. again. I'm glad you both enjoyed it. Mm. Um, and thank to anyone listening, watching, we hope you enjoy it as well, um, with your listening or watching. But see you in the next episode. And um, have a, I hope you, everyone enjoys the 60th anniversary specials and have a nice night, day or morning.